The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm your host, Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, is your product a boy or a girl? Isn't that an interesting question? I was reading an Ad Age article just last week, and the question was raised by a boutique creative agency called um, Boombang. And according to Boombang's president, Matthew Poprocki, who, by the way, love that last name, um, he, he says that you can look at the category and figure out what its gender orientation is, really based on the product appeal and the marketing. Now, he is suggesting that you flip that and increase the potential market for your products. In other words, you want to get your product in front of different consumers. And that's especially valuable today in the economic climate that many, many of us are facing, that you really have to appeal to as many consumers as possible to even stay afloat, even ones that you've never, ever, ever gotten in front of before. Now, one example shared in that same Ad Age article was Quicksilver. I don't know if you've heard of this before. It was traditionally a very male-dominated skate and snowboard retailer, but when Boombang got hold of it, it's kind of broadened its appeal to women. Now, you may have heard of Roxy. This is actually Quicksilver's sub-brand, and now, today, it accounts for almost 35% of Quicksilver's revenue just in 2008. And here's another example. It's, it's actually my favorite example of gender bending. The same article talks about a lingerie retailer called Wish Room, and apparently the Wish Room folks had insight that men might want bras of their own. Now, I haven't heard of this trend, but apparently it's out there, and apparently it's hot in Japan. I never seriously thought that a bro might be a hit, but apparently it was. Hundreds sold there for 30 bucks a pop. They actually called them Manciers. I guess that's the French version, Manciers. So the point, though, besides uh, what you're hearing about the wish room and their kind of odd approach to gender bending, is that you want to consider getting in front of different audiences. But first, you have to decide if your product's a boy or a girl. Very interesting. Keep a watchful eye on packaging and messaging. You may need to adapt the product to become a little bit more friendly to the opposite sex you hope to attract. And when... um, actually introducing that product according to Boom Bang, you want to use your existing brand to give it some credibility, of course. 
Well, now for our weekly deep dive into a specific purse profile. Talking today about Gucci girls. These are single women in their late 20s and 30s. They have a higher income than, say, your average 20-year-old, and they're very, very fashion conscious. They keep up with fashion trends. They seek change in variety and style. They love getting out there and shopping. Shop, 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 shop. They go frequently. They just like the experience. They want to make a statement. They think their car and their clothes should really express their personality. They're very ambitious and money-driven. They want to be at the top of their career. And they're willing to try new stores and brands and not really loyal to those new stores either. Coupons can actually get them in the door into stores that they don't normally shop at. And speaking of shopping, they're shopping at Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, Banana Republic, Victoria's Secret. Uh, they're driving Infinity, Cadillac, Jeep, and Mercedes-Benz. Um, when it comes to cosmetics, Olay, Dove, Clinique, Avon, Chanel are all big with this group. And, of course, when it comes to designers, Gucci tops the list along with Kenneth Cole, Calvin Klein, Chanel, and Guess. So getting in front of the Gucci girl, you want to be in those magazines that she actually goes out and spins and reads in hard copy like Cosmo, Elle, Glamour, Allure, Shape and Vogue, all of them have not closed, by the way. They're all still active magazines, despite the trend we've been seeing with magazines shuttering their doors. Uh, cable, they're watching Lifetime and E, VH1, Bravo, HGTV, and Encore. And on websites, they're doing a little bit of everything online. iVillage with some um, social networking, eBay trying to get a deal, USA Today for news, Travelocity for those va- fabulous vacations that they want to take, and then, of course, trying to find that absolutely perfect partner on eHarmony.com. Well, my guest for this program knows something about launching and sustaining a business, whether the product is a boy or a girl, and that's Lisa Johnson, founder and CEO of The Reach Group. The Reach Group is a boutique consultancy that provides fresh insights and clear thinking about the connected generation. This is a very technology-fluent group who are committed to their social and professional networks around the clock. Now, I've had Lisa on the program before. You may recall she's the author of Don't Think Pink and Mind Your X's and Y's. And last year, she just released the results of a study she conducted with Lisa Finn and the Meredith Corporation called The Gamma Factor. Women and the New Social Currency. And she was on the program last year talking about that very thing. Now she's back and sharing an exciting new project called Free Agent Formula. So how Lisa's helping women and men build their business successfully when Purse Strings returns in just a moment. Go behind the scenes of Purse Strings with his Facebook group. Search for Purse Strings Podcast on Facebook now. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic. With over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield, their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. 
Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. I'm so excited to have Lisa Johnson on the show. Lisa is a marketing expert and author, and many of you uh, may have actually read her book that she co-authored with Andrea Lerner called Don't Think Pink. And then last year, she unveiled some research that she conducted with Lisa Finn and Meredith Corporation on Gamma Women. And in fact, you may have actually heard the interview right here on Purse Strings where Lisa shared insight into Gamma Women. Well, She's back on the show, and this time Lisa's talking about another project that she's launched called Free Agent Formula. Lisa, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm thrilled. You know, last time you were on, we had a really good time talking about Gamma Women. In fact, it was so compelling, we ended up doing two parts on it, and I don't do two parts very often, so... Um, I know a lot of viewers out there, a lot of listeners out there really enjoyed learning about Gamma Women. I'm just curious, have you done anything more about with Gamma since last year when you were on the program? Yes, I did. We ended up doing a tour, um, which was really fun, with Meredith, talking about what we had discovered around Gamma Women and um, also bringing in a panel of women that fit the Gamma profile for advertisers to just really understand how to create a more compelling brand for them and how to really resonate and interact and build a brand with them. So I think a lot of times what we've done in the past is been more hands-off. We get in our room and with all of the rest of our team and think, what, what do these women, women want? But I think what's really happening now as we are approaching more connected women and women that are building webs of relationships around them, they want to build our brands with us. They want to show us how to make things more compelling and more solution-oriented, how more funny, more interesting, um, more collaborative and interactive. And so um, what we've been trying to do with Meredith, and they've been an amazing company to work with, is... Um, look at how can we, with the brand community, build the brand, build um, not just magazines, but an entire brand with them. And so it's been fun. Well, I can tell you right now, I, I loved hearing about Gamma Women, and I'm not surprised that you're doing more and more with that. That data was so rich. And I know you do a lot of things like this with your company, the Reach Group, which you, uh, which you founded. Can you talk a little bit about Reach Group and what you do, just for those, those folks out there who may not be familiar Absolutely. I've the, at my very heart is a person who loves to crack a code, and so that's the silver thread that that will um, t- 
tie together all the different projects we work on. We love as a team to go into a space where there's confusion and create clarity and understanding. And we like to do that by understanding people. So when I started my um, business back in 2000, Reach Woman was the focus, and we really looked at how do you create brands that are really compelling and relevant for women, since women are such important consumers. And so that was the focus for about the first seven years, and I still, you know, obviously focus a lot on women. But we keep wanting to crack new codes, and so the second thing that we looked at was, um, man, women are becoming more and more connected. And what that resulted in was not just the Gamma Report, but a second book called Mind Your X's and Y's, um, Satisfying the Ten Cravings of a New Generation of Consumers. And it was in that book that um, our company really went about an in-depth research study on um, how technology is changing an entire generation, and it's changing the way they want to be communicated to and with. And um, it was, for me, and Sherry Hansen, my co-author, just a, a major learning journey. And we really looked at if people are pushing so much away from them, they're not reading newspapers as much. They're not listening to the radio as much because they've got their iPods. They're getting their news off the Internet. And, um, you know, they're, they're, we have the ability to push away so much, with whether it's with a DVR and we're you know, fast-forwarding through that commercial. What are they pulling towards them? And so we really looked at what are the new values of people as they become more connected and what are they bringing into their life? And we identified ten cravings that existed across every major industry and every part of the supply chain. We didn't make them up. We discovered them. They are essential truths. And then from there, there was a level of research that we discovered by interviewing fast-growing entrepreneurs who were really engaging the connected generation that we did not publish. And um, what it was was the new skill sets and marketing tools they were using to grow their business. We noticed that a lot of these maverick entrepreneurs were um, working three to five um, revenue streams really effectively in their business, whether they were two people that were, you know, blogging out of a basement or, um, you know, a a fast-growing small business that turned into a major player. We found that they were using things like content strategy and packaging for the search engines. They had found ways to use current and um, enduring trends to add heat. And so we've found a layer of information that's taken us in a new path that we call modern entrepreneur. And that's what part of the free agent formula is today. We still consult on all these topics. It's just that at our very heart, we are a learning organization. And we can't stop being curious about stuff and wanting to go figure it out. So that's kind of what drives us. Yeah, you can't stop yourself. You just can't help yourself, can you, Lisa? You know what? <laughs> I, to find I can't. And I, to the I have to just have one business name to make me look like I'm all about one thing. But, you know, we... The world's changed, and we're changing, too. Yeah, well, and you talked about cracking codes, and you have been cracking codes since 2000, as you said, and you alluded to the fact that um, the information that you gathered while you were putting together that last book has really informed free agent formula. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on talking about free agent formula is for people out there, I've shared these stats before. Women are hugely successful entrepreneurs, as I know you're aware of, Lisa. I mean, more women-owned businesses are succeeding at a higher rate than even men-owned businesses. And the numbers of them are growing and growing, um, even in the current economic climate. And I know with Free Agent Formula, 
successful, an entrepreneur is successful, whether they be women or men. Can you talk a little bit, little bit about those truths that you uncovered that seem to be working for these individuals? Absolutely. Let me first lay a little foundation too. Women are starting businesses at twice the rate of men, and so we're really aware of that. The other thing is, um, we just found some recent research by I think it was Intuit that put out that they showed in recession climates, many things decline, but you know what goes up? Entrepreneurship. It, and it's, mm-hmm. it's been true historically, and it's true right now. And um, the other thing that's true is in terms of um, the resources and revenue models that are out there, there's never been a better time to start a business. And I know that sounds like a radical thing to say in our current economic climate, but right now, because of social media and because of a lot of the m- really major changes that have happened in the marketplace, This is a marketplace that favors the entrepreneur, and I can share a couple different reasons why as we go through um, the formula, but um, there are things available to entrepreneurs in terms of um, revenue models, in terms of their ability to build a fan base and a customer base that has never been available, you know, 10 years ago, and so we need to realize that there, there is a new way to build a business. There is a modern business plan. And when we did the research for Mind Your Exes and Wise, we were basically interviewing as part of our um, research these uh, modern entrepreneurs that were growing their business because they had engaged a connected fan base and were having extremely fast growth. And so what we found was there are new rules. The, the reason we call it a formula is because we found that these um, strategies, although when they're used independently, are incredibly effective. When they are used together, they have like almost a chemical reaction. They um, create more than the sum of their parts because they interact with each other and support each other. Would it be helpful if I kind of went through the basics of them? Oh, I think it would. I think it would be great. I know you have what the six kind of the six steps, if you will, or the six yep. the six key learnings or tactics for success. It would be great if you could touch off on those. Absolutely. The first one is um, about your free agent personality, and what we discovered is that there um, there's a lot of research out right now about working in your strengths. I love Marcus Buckingham's work. And, um, you know, with his Strength Finder books and um, Now Discover Your Strengths, we found, though, that um, this information could, could even go deeper for entrepreneurs. What happens for a lot of people when they want to start a business is they think about an industry that they've done or they do job recreation. So maybe I love to golf. And I just think, oh, I want to do something in the golf industry, but I actually create a business for myself where I'm not actually using my strengths. I'm just in my interests. Or... I start out with my strengths. Maybe I really love um, I love to create ideas and, and focus around ideas, but I end up being in a business where I'm spending a lot of my time just managing sticks and people. And so what we really focus on is the people that make the most money and have the most joy are building businesses that the business model supports their core strengths and not just their capabilities and interests. So we um, have taken um, three different forms of research and created a new model that has nine entrepreneurship profiles. So you basically look at, you know, people, ideas, and things. Which things am I, am I most energized by? And it passed you through nine different um, free agent personalities. And then we share different 
business models that fit those personalities and different fields of entrepreneurship that would fit. Because you don't want to just be in your capabilities. You don't just want to be in your interests. You need to spend the majority of your day in your strengths. And this is where a lot of burnout happens for entrepreneurs where they end up building a business that is joyless and they basically hate. So we cover first, how do you stay in your strengths and create a business model that um, supports that? I love that, actually. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here wondering, while you're talking about that, if I weren't doing what I'm doing today, what what would be my natural strength and this kind of um, dream that I would have that I could go start a business with? And I'm going to have to ponder that some more because I don't have the answer for that. But I think I think it's an, an intriguing, intriguing question, and it seems very intuitive that that's how you would approach your business, but I suppose not everybody does that. Well, I'll, I'll share a story from my own business. Um, when I was in the sporting goods uh, kind of world for the first, about the first 10 years of my life, I worked for a sporting good manufacturer repositioning their brand um, around marketing to women, and then I ended up doing that for other brands and sporting goods. And um, I really saw myself as a creative problem solver. I'm, I'm not super linear. I'm more um, kind of global in the way I think. And I just saw myself as kind of this idea person who, instead of taking a systematic analytical approach to problem solving, I took a very human approach. I always started with who are we serving and I worked my way back. So when I started Reach Women, a lot of my business was around research, understanding the customers, and translating that into strategy or cracking codes by being a creative problem solver. Um, But during that time, I... Would occasionally, I was teaching like a water fitness class. I was doing things that put me in front of a crowd, and I got such a nice response. I really loved teaching and motivating, inspiring, but I did it very much on the side, and I never considered that that could be a big part of my business, and it wasn't until Don't Think Pink came out and I started getting invitations to speak that I realized, you know what? Even more so than creative problem solving, probably one of my biggest strengths is um, what we call the motivator, and that um, I have an energy that translates well into a big crowd, and I loved it. It was such a treat to speak to these large crowds and um, take them somewhere in terms of, of understanding and enlightenment and inspiration and just to be able to receive so many neat things back from them. So once I discovered that, I made a very conscious decision to take my um, business model from 80% consulting and like 20% research to 80% speaking, 20% consulting, and I just um, only do research for special clients and for my own books. And it was a great shift for me. I ended up, tra- I, you know, I travel the world. It's so fun. I can't believe half the time I get paid, and I get paid well. <laughs> and it was a strength that um, had always been present, but I had never th- thought about making it part of my business model. Well, and obviously, as you said, you've shown a, a great aptitude for that. And are making very good money and having a lot of success. So congratulations for listening to yourself. And, and identifying those things in yourself. I think many of us are challenged with that. And as you said, it wasn't until you started getting invitations to speak that it dawned on you. I think sometimes we just have to pause and and look around and take stock. And so many of us are going so fast that we oftentimes don't do that. I know it's one of the other a student things of yourself, you recommend so, you know, That's one thing we teach is, in the Free Agent Formula is what are 
what are some questions you can ask yourself and stories you can identify from your life that will help you kind of map back to some of those stuff because there's clues the whole way through. It's almost like unraveling a mystery. <laughs> it is, of your own life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you talk a little bit, too, um, about tapping into trends and and I'm sure you don't have a crystal ball when you're creating a business but how do, how do you do that how do you tap into trends to build a business great we we really call trends heat because sometimes you think of things being trendy coming and going there are um, there are so many different things that take an ordinary business and make it really extraordinary and memorable and often it's just a small tweak or seeing something from a different angle. So in the chapter on heat, we um, discuss the concept that it's a dogfight in the middle. And um, what a lot of people think when they start a business, and, and this is a way to build a business, but I think you can get caught in a, a very competitive zone very quickly. They think, well, I'm here locally, and I'm going to start really small, and I'm going to try to build a little network with just who's ever around me, and then I'm going to incrementally just build from there. Um, when we started Reach Women, we understood that um, both of us were from these small college towns. I was living in Eugene, Oregon. Um, Andrea Learning was living in Bellingham, Washington. And um, I, although I had done a lot of great work in the sporting goods industry helping reposition brands for women, I really had this imposter complex of thinking, who would really consider me an expert? But we decided, you know what, we're going to attempt to put ourselves at the top 4% of our field in 12 months. Now, that's an ambitious mm. goal, but I'll tell you what it does, Maria, and lets you think different thoughts. So we decided, what would it be like if, as we knew we were starting a company called Reach Women, if Reach Women were at the top 4% of their field in 12 months? And we, So we looked at what was happening currently. You've got to see what's, what's happening right now, where are the open holes. So we saw, okay, there's just a handful of people. It was a bleeding-edge idea to start with back in the early, you know, late 90s. But we saw that there were some pairs out there that were um, marketing to women. Most of them were 10 years older than us, and they were doing a lot of their work in insurance and finance because that's where the work was at that point. Those were the industries that were paying for information on marketing to women. Well, at that time, in the early 2000s, internet, the Internet was kind of new. Email was new. And Andrea and I decided, you know what? What if we became specialists in marketing to women online? We're going to swing on the pendulum. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is focused on um, insurance and finance. They're focused on uh, behavior of women in their everyday lives and, you know, in malls and stores. We're going to shot, look at what they look like when they are operating online. What did we know about that, Maria? Very little, but we know how to read, and we could create our own curriculum, and we could dive in and learn it and um, create even our own research. And so... We did that. We put out a newsletter on marketing to women online. We um, created our own curriculum, went out there, and within 12 months, we were the number one team on that. That was swinging on the pendulum is one of the 14 key categories we talk about. Um, There's so many other ways to do it, and I can go through some different ones if you want, but they're all quite unique, but they're ways to think differently about your business to give it heat. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's clear that you worked the you had a plan and you worked the plan very successfully. Um, launching the plan is something I want to talk about when we get when we get back. We're going to take a quick break, and when uh, we return, we're going to talk a little bit about launching the plan and what it takes. More purse strings in just a moment. 
Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at moniker.com slash maxlock. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Have a good weekend, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast and expensive. Excellent and on time. Offshoring.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to her strings. I'm joined today by Lisa Johnson, CEO of The Reach Group, and we've been talking a lot about Free Agent Formula, which is an exciting new, I guess, a book and a program and an approach in launching and sustaining a very successful business, which, you know, Lisa, we kind of opened this discussion talking about in this day and age, is, is it the right time to launch a business? And you said, absolutely, it's the right time. It's the best time to launch a business. And we've been talking about some of the, the tactics for success that you outline in Free Agent Formula, um, building a business with heat, discovering your strengths, being an expert in your field. But when it comes to actually putting together an action plan, what, what do you recommend the approach be? Maria, there's, the key thing is most entrepreneurs have four ways to create revenue, but they really only tap into one and maybe just two. The, the, the main thing that most entrepreneurs do is they take their hourly time 
and um, whether it's you know consulting or building websites or, or being a bookkeeper or an accountant or you know making artisan jewelry, and um, they spend their whole business you know parceling out those hours, and that's what creates their income. What's really limiting about that is if they want to make more money, they basically have to increase their rates or work more hours. And what's hard about that is that's when you kind of head into burnout because you really have a, a, a lid on what you, what's um, possible with your business. And when we do um, a lot of our workshops, we'll have people raise hands, how many of you are operating what we call Quadrant A, where your entire business is built around your hourly work? And um, pretty much 85% of the people will raise their hands. And that's when you get into a very dicey situation because um, you really don't have any cushion in your or margin in your business because if you get sick, the business goes down with you. Or if your main client goes away, suddenly you're scrambling because this is the only way that you're making money. So in your free agent formula, do you then, I assume you do, go on to explain what the other three quadrants are and how you can engage them so that you're not caught if you do get sick or you do lose that major client? Absolutely. And what was so funny is I remember... I spent almost a year thinking there's got to be somebody who's outlined all the different revenue models possible for businesses and entrepreneurs. I could not find anything. There was You're one kidding. That went into, I'm surprised by that. Me too. Well, have you found anything? Well, I just would have thought that that would have... No, I haven't, but I just would have thought... Surely that's been outlined somewhere. Someone's gone and some MBA student's gone and outlined that. I I know, and it may be out there. I couldn't find it. I was able to find um, a lot of new revenue streams as it attached to people that had community. But I could not find anywhere a entrepreneur's model for the, the different revenue models. And so we developed our own. If there's another one out there, I'd love to see it because I think we, this is an area we all need to learn. So I want everybody to picture um, a square divided up into four pieces. And so you've got to put a, put a cross through the square. And so it's kind of like we're playing four square, remember, back in school with the balls. And oh, so yeah. on, the, um, on the left-hand side, we have quadrant A, which I just described, where your asset is your hourly time. Just below that is quadrant B, where your asset is what we call the premium hour. It's when you're giving a workshop or a keynote where you're making more than what you would normally make in an hour because you are teaching people a specific skill set. So when um, Don't Think Pink came out and I suddenly could spend an hour giving a keynote presentation and make maybe what I would normally make you know, on a whole project, that for me became a premium hour. So the left hand of the quadrant is all about when you're using your time, whether it's in an hourly way or a premium hour. On the right-hand side is when you um, have more passive income streams. So quadrant C is when you have created a product once that can be manufactured or produced or printed over and over and so you are able to sell a product. It might be an information product, like we created the free agent formula. So it might be a, mm-hmm. a DVD. It might be a booklet. It might be a book. It could be um, an audio program. It could be an actual product. Maybe it's artisan cheese. <laughs> or it could be your, um, your music CD. When you've created a product that is for sale, that is quadrant C. And then quadrant D is when your asset 
is that you have a large community or fan base. And when that's in place, you have the opportunity to have sponsorship, affiliate income, and advertising. So you can see now, because of the way the world has changed, a small business, even like Reach Group, can have all four in place, which we do. And obviously, then you've you've shored you show, you've shored up your business. You're not vulnerable, and you can that continues then to kind of play to that expertise that you continue to leverage over and over again to the ultimate bottom line success of your business, which is brilliant. And I have to imagine that there are people out there who've been using the formula. What are you hearing, kind of echoed back to you about the success of that? You know, the, the main thing that's great about it is the people that are using the formula, we're watching them um, be able to elegantly shift in this economy. Um, one of our, I'll give an example, Darcy Howard is a stylist. She has a great business in Seattle called Get Lifestyled. Her, her husband, um, it works in the financial industry. Um, the, the company he was with got bought out a company in New York. A lot of his friends lost his job. He, however, got offered a job in New York. Um, They're going to be moving in June. Her entire business model prior to this year was built off of individual style style consulting appointments. So she would um, meet with you. She'd go through your closet. You guys would develop a color palette, a strategy. She would go shopping. She would basically make sure that your personal brand was expressed through your wardrobe and your appearance. What Darcy realized is, oh my goodness, I'm leaving my this huge market that I have developed in Seattle. I have an en- enormous network. She was Entrepreneur of the Year, and she's moving to a new city. Well, she realized um, when we started working with her, you know, last year, she had developed a DVD. She now has developed a corporate training program to train salespeople in both their virtual identity and their physical identity and how to bring their brand forward. So she is shifting from working in Quadrant A, her hourly time, to working in Quadrant B, giving corporate talks to salespeople who are struggling to have competitive edge about how to build a personal brand through their appearance and through their virtual identity. And she's also created product with her DVD and now new line of books. So what it did for her is she realized, oh, my goodness, I now can shift as my, as my business shifts to New York. I can shift as, my, as the market you know, decreases. She also used our concept of packaging where a lot of her packages were more high-end. She just created a new package called the Stimulus Package where um, they've taken a lot of the extra services out of um, one of their style packages and made it for people that want to do a lot of the stuff on their own, but they need the top-level guidance. So she's used a lot of those techniques to adjust for the economy really successfully. Wow. It's just a testament to what you can really do when you think about your business and put this fresh approach to it. For those listeners out there who want to learn more about Free Agent Formula and maybe want to even try the formula out for themselves, where should they go, Lisa? We have a landing page that goes really in-depth to all the pieces, freeagentformula.com. And we also have a free resource. If you're not ready to invest, go to Free Agent Smart Solutions. And we've created an index of around 250 of the top resources out there 
for free agents, whether you need to, you want to publish your own book, we'll tell you how to do it, very low cost, and where to go if you need um, a project management software, if you want to know the best blogs. Um, free agent smart solutions and free agent formula, really good resources to help you launch your business, whether you're ready to go, or maybe you just got laid off or you're kind of nervous about your job. Right now, it's a way for you to start building something for yourself so you're prepared if you do decide you want to take a leap. Uh, Thank goodness. Thank goodness you're out there, and thank goodness for Free Agent Formula. And thank you so much for being on today, Lisa. I know we could have talked another half hour, so I appreciate you cramming all of that great information in in this one action-packed half-hour per strings. Oh, I loved it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. And join me for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3. Until then, make it a great one. Yeah.